Podcast time. Remember how people always was wondering who started mumble rap and started talking about Little Wayne, the Little Wayne, the Little Wayne, did he point Little Wayne and shit? When y'all niggas made these little motherfucking, clearly, like I told you, most of these cats made these little YouTube videos and histories of things, they don't really do their fucking research. Because the first time, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and after this, we're done. The first time I ever heard anything remotely close to mumble rap was Keek the Sheik. Was Keek the Sheik with that song? I don't put it on. That's my word. I think I said this shit in the last podcast when I said, What's the difference between Keek the Sheik and what you're hearing now? And I remember back in high school, people was like, Even my co, even my um, classmates were like, What the fuck is this nigga Keek the Sheik saying? Because he was saying like a lot of fucking like random shit, right? And people were still vibing to it. So when I hear my generation say, what's up with this rap shit nowadays? And I'm like, bro, you do realize that we used to fucking get turned up to Keith the Sheik. That's my word. You do realize we used to, we didn't even get, we didn't even care that this nigga was just saying a bunch of random shit. So my generation is a bunch of fucking hypocrites. This goes back to the older generation that talks about how rappers, they talk about hoes, killing, smoking weed. And yet, ain't that what the fuck rappers are doing nowadays? I mean, back in the days, talking about the exact same shit. Like, there's nothing, never nothing new under the sun. You talk about how little Nas X, how he dressing weird, and how he just like a, like he a fag and shit. You know, that's what they say. Like he's like a little girl and shit. Have you ever took the time to see what Andre 3000 was wearing back in the days? Because he was wearing some shit like that, and none of y'all ain't said anything. Nothing ain't new under the fucking sun, bro. Nothing ain't new. Go back to old school rap groups that used to fucking, like, you know, dress sus. But every time we bring that shit up, we're going to talk about this, then a third. Like, no, 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 no. Nothing is new under the fucking sun. It's not. So, you can see the only reason why you attach to this shit because you grew up on it. So, you don't want it to be compa- compared to it. But it is. That's why I find it funny people say, I wish rappers did more melodic. Even if you just even like, then as I used to hate melodic, like, you know how they say um, vocal pitches and shit like that. Because I hated how these niggas were talking about it. Because I'm listening to Freestyle Fellowship. I noticed that they had a lot of vocal pitches. So I'm like, okay, okay, you got me. You got me, you got me, you got me. You got me. But also, that wasn't a fucking requirement. Like, Guru didn't have to have vocal pitches and this fucking shit. It was never a requirement where, okay, uh, Guru, you should make your vocals, you should play with your vocal pitches. Rakim, play with your vocal pitches. It was never a requirement. You see what I'm saying? Back in the days, if you were like a party rapper, you stick with the party rap group. If you were a fucking lyrical rapper that's rapped and talk shit, you stayed in this group. If you were a motherfucking like alternative rapper, you stay in this group. You know, not trying to be in one fucking big ass group. And that's not cool. So, 
when I see motherfuckers, you know, but again, like I said, nothing is new under the sun. Because when Keep the Sheet came out and we had dumb songs like Going Down with Young Jock. So I find it funny when my generation, when I like a bunch of hypocrites, they talk about this generation and mumble rap and make these dumb ass videos and say, Little Wayne started, Little Wayne started, Little Wayne started. The only fucking rapper I ever heard that mumbled or like that was Keep the Sheet. That was back in like 04, 05. When Hyphy really blew up. So if you want to talk about, so if you want to make these little dumbass videos talking about the start of mumble rap, the start of mumble rap, take that shit back all the way to 2005 with Keek the Sheik. That's the first time I ever heard a motherfucker just say random gibberish and have that shit be a fucking hit single. So you can only imagine what hip hop backpacks were saying back in the fucking day when Keek the Sheik blew up. Saying this is the death of rap, this is the death of hip hop. It's what these kids are listening to nowadays. Now we, young generation, doesn't mean we, the now the older generation, are echoing these same fucking goddamn things. We are. We're echoing the same fucking shit. And it's it's funny. Hell, but then even the older generation, like even back in the days. When you had songs like There's actually a fucking pop song called And that song was number one in the 90s Go back on that song nowadays Watch how many motherfuckers sit there and say Oh, that's what music was, music Excuse me? This dude's whole fucking hook was him going mm, 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 and it actually was a fucking and most and most of the time it's like like you know mm, bop. when that song came out mm, bop, da, bop, da, boom, bop. what the fuck was that? So when niggas talk about when people talk about oh well these pop songs nowadays y'all need to really fucking do your homework on '90s songs even songs as far back as 1970s and back in the days there were some a bunch of fucking songs that had nonsensical James Brown my nigga James Brown but you know hey uh, doing my job just walking around bored. Yeah, man. That's why I'm on my little phone recording something. That's why I'm on my phone recording Memrose. That's why they Yeah. So. Imagine this was the night shift. Uh, <laughs> that would imagine this was the night shift. Don't know. Don't know. If it was the night shift, it would have been worse. Yeah, yeah, true. Because really nobody's coming here at night. Yeah. See, this ain't like the casino days. There's always active at night. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brody. All right, Enjoy the rest of your day, sir. All right, you too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, look at James Brown. Like, people couldn't, you know, you know, understand what he was saying, but it's because of the soul of what he was doing. Like, the soul. He put soul into it. So, it's like, like, what are we doing? So, but then they'll say, oh, but he's, but, I, but he's making dope music. He's, yeah, it's soulful. But what is he, the only song, 
like it's mostly a, a shout and command type of fucking thing. You can take it back to the well, nigga, not just keep the sheet. We can take that shit back to people's going by, but a dang the bang the bang, bring it put a top a top pop a top. So even back in the early infancy of rap, people been doing that shit. They're like, well, we need to be more lyrically advanced. Okay, but when artists do become lyrically advanced and do shit to challenge the listener, aka go over your head, you say no, tone it down, we don't get it. So I'm like, come on, brody. <laughs> like, what are we doing? What are we, what are we fucking doing? What the fuck are we doing? Because you can't sit there and say you need this, we want this, you need this, we want this, you need this, and then when someone does it, it's wrong. Can't say we want originality when artists be original. First thing fly at your fucking face is why? Why does he sound like this? This is weird. Why does he sound like this is weird? Right? And when the artist, that's when someone does com- something come like damn, they're genre breaking. And the fact that motherfuckers hate that, oh, it's too many genre bendings, too much genre building. Hip-hop in itself is nothing but genre bending. If you look at it from the sampling of different fucking records, that's genre building. Rock This Way, Aerosmith, Run DMC, genre building. Anthrax, Break, Bring the Noise with Public Enemy, genre bending. Huh? The whole Deaf Jamaica project, genre bending. Anytime when a rapper did a song with an R&B artist or a pop artist, genre bending. So that's been there. So why we have an issue with it now? And that's been there. Like, you having an issue with, like, there's nothing new under the sun. Like I said, you're talking about mumble rap, mumble rap. Even that's a facts, my nigga. With that iggity-diggity shit. So that nonsensical mumble rap shit that you're talking about, that's been done for decades. It's nothing new. Hell, y'all niggas, y'all hip-hop backpackers openly openly will say... Mumble, oh, uh, that's effects worthy. It was my mumble rappers. Like, you literally called that's effects mumble rappers. So, you admitted that that's effects worthy fell the fall, the what you would call the forefathers of mumble rap. Okay, all right. So, that's what you that's what you're saying. That they're the forefathers of mumble rap. Okay, cool. You said it. This, this was a meme for like a very long time. Because people kept on bringing up the fact that, hey, what about that's effects? But if you listen to hip hop in its infancy, they always had that bye buddy, dang the bang, the bang, boo to the top, the bop, pop, and not like listen to fucking rappers that like hip hop, but hip to the hip of the hip hop, but hop you don't stop. Like, what was they saying there? There was no death in what the fuck they were saying that damn song. It wasn't. So for some reason, it's like, we're going backwards. We don't want to go forward. <laughs> like, how do you say, how you hate something going backwards, but don't want to go forward? Rapper raps too simple. He needs to fucking, you know, change it up and be more, push the envelope. Push the envelope. Don't know what he's saying to so dumb it down. I'm telling you, bro. This is not new. 
You're complaining about something that's already been around in rap for years. And when artists do anything that's different and unique, you don't want it because you're used to the same shit. Hell, you complain about the baby and I change his fucking style up. That's a meme, by the way. If you are a rapper complaining about another rapper and I change their fucking style up, are you really a fucking rapper? Why are you caring about a rapper that you don't like changing their style up or not? Because that's what these niggas be saying when you, when you confront them. I'm like, bro, this this nigga's sound. Why do you why are you complaining about this dude? You a rapper, you got your own sound. Why do you care? It's my opinion. I'm like, yeah, yeah. People love to use that it's my opinion wall when they say something. They just basically worry about shit that they should not be fucking worrying about. Because you're worrying about someone else's musical style and wondering why the fuck they still. Okay, question. Why do boom bappy rappers rap in the same fucking way? Why they all drop over the same fucking knockoff DJ Premier fucking beats? Why they all drop about my pain and my living equipment like they're rapping like they're still in the fucking damn 90s? Ask that question. Why do hardcore gangster rappers rap about the same shit? They got kids. Answer me that question over the same fucking beats. Give me that question. Answer me that question. So, when I see um, people complain about this generation, I'm like, everything ain't Everything's not, every idea, no idea is original. Even Nas said that, but do rap fans really listen to lyrics? Because you, most of them will take pieces of a, like when Nas came out, hip hop is dead. I understood what he was trying to say, but Food took it to a whole nother level and said how hip hop is done. To this day, they still say that shit, even though with all this new talent in the game, I'm talking about in the underground that you're not supporting, it's like, you don't care. Hip hop is still dead, but when artists give you real hip hop, you backpackers, bloggers, whatever the fuck, call them trash and say they're not hip hop enough. And then again, you can't even define what is trash. What is trash? An artist can fucking rap with a unique flow on beats of the most coldest shit. You will still call that man trash. And that's on both the generic average fan side and the motherfucking, um, uh, Boom bap people raw hip hop side. So why send songs to people that know what the fuck they want? And you can sit there and tell me, oh well, I like artists that make chill laid back songs. Okay. And then when I do do that, the same fucking energy. But hey, this is what happens. So since I just gave you the history of mumble rap from hell, hip hop's beginnings with Rapper's Delight to Keek the Sheik was the first time we ever heard a mumble rapper ever. And to now, mumble rap is a, which means that mumble rap has been around hell. Look at motherfucking, we can take it back to Jazz Cats. That's what the fuck Young Thug does and Curly Boy Cardi does. They're just, they're just scatting without adding words. That's all they're doing. But let me do some shit like that. Basically, let me basically just scat up a flow and don't add words to it. You just put it out there. Oh, that shit is whack, bro. You should add words. But you let Young Thug get away with that shit. Hell, you even say how oh, he's killing the beat. He ain't even saying nothing. 
Oh, that nigga Young Thug went off. He went hard. He ain't said shit. You, like, for real, you got this dude, Mario Judah, making a song called Lot of Red out of response to Playboy Cardi, which was all orchestrated, by the way. And, because he would have got sued <laughs> doing that. And what happened was, you're not supposed to say another artist's fucking, like, rap name like that. Why you think when Dr. Dre named his album, he was going to call it um, Chronic 2000, but Suge Knight made a whack-ass album called Chronic 2000, so it forced Dr. Dre to make Chronic 2001. You see? That was all orchestrated with Playboy Cardi and um and uh dude and uh mario judah you can tell that's all that shit is it's all orchestrated shit even in the underground you see it you know underground's getting too industry and that's what i don't fucking don't like like but anyway i'm gonna talk about that in a minute too but the little hint is these niggas but no nah, we'll talk about that in a minute it's i mean another podcast so anyway, as I am going down the history of this shit, that means mumble rap and scatting and all that shit's been around since before hip-hop and during hip-hop. So mumble rap is pretty much hip-hop. If you take down, if you make it, if you break it down to the fucking history. Which these niggas don't do when they make these dumb, stupid-ass, half-baked-ass histories of rap genres or history of rap styles. So it's like, you're not really going deep. You just, you just pick a rapper that you don't like and say, he started it. And then you got these impressionable, sheep-ass fucking YouTubers, people, who sit and say, yeah, yeah, I agree. He started mumble rap. If you listen to the fucking songs like Rapper's Delight or Busy B. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, 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 ah, ooh, ah. Like, come on, bro. These fools watch hip-hop documentaries and just, y'all, y'all pretty much don't try to learn from them. You just watch them for nostalgic reasons. And you know this generation doesn't watch documentaries because they're so lazy. But to my generation, I'm like, come on. Like, but... But no, it was it was not. It's the same shit, my nigga. Different time. But we want to move. No, when artists do try to move forward lyrically, you don't really give them that much credit unless they're famous. Like an underground artist can have a unique flow with unique rap patterns. You sit there and call it trash because you don't get it. Then only when his name is in the lights, only when he blows up is when you get it. Then you call him overrated. Like, then you say, oh, I miss when you used to rap like this. I'm like, bro, really? But, whatever. That's my history of mumble rap. It's been around for longer than this era. And the first time I ever heard in real time, in my life, so like, because I wasn't born, I was born in 87, so I wasn't born when hip-hop was made. So, around 05, when hyphy movement was running the game, 
and you had Keith the Sheik coming out with, I put it on, that's my word, and a whole bunch of random gibberish, and that shit blew up. And niggas was like, really fucking with it. Hell, look at fucking E-40. Niggas think he was just saying random shit and call him an early mumble rapper. Watch that be the new topic. Early mumble rappers. And most of the time they ain't mumble rappers, just motherfuckers that don't understand their lingo. Because E-40 speaks with a lot of, you know, Bay lingo that niggas do not get. So of course you're gonna think it's gibberish because you're not from the Bay Area, so you're not gonna fucking understand it. But, hey, like the man say, I'm not speaking too fast. You're thinking too slow. It's kind of like with me. And people have have selective ADHD. So I got a lot of niggas thinking slow. Hell, they openly said, come on, man. We got ADHD, man. Our our attention spans are, 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 are shortened every year, dog. Come on, dog. But you will let a big rapper like fucking Kanye and Drake come out with albums with 24 fucking tracks. You let motherfuckers put out fucking... Uh, which is not new, by the way. I f- look at Tech Nine. He's been doing that for decades. Um, hold on. Yeah. So, are when people put out these little what what they call them um, special edition albums, and people complain about they being too many tracks. So I'm like, bro, that's not new. It's not new. It's not new. It's been done before. Look at Lil Wayne, the Carter. That shit was like 22 tracks. In, a, in the additional tracks, just nothing but screwed and chopped versions of the song. So, you know. But what can I say? I'm done.